Welcome to Editing Aloud, and I have with me, as always, a panel of South Africa's best journalists following a ratings downgrade on Friday evening. Uh, and yet the RAND has kept pumping. Ron Darby, what are the rating agencies telling us, and why is the RAND apparently ignoring it? Uh, the, the ratings are telling us all that we've been speaking about for the past, I think, past two, three years uh, about deterioration with a lot of, of our politics, in particular around our SOEs. And the RAND's reaction uh, this week is... That's quite surprising. I, 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 may, I, I think maybe it's regarding the new Fed chair or something like international factors, totally ignoring us. Again, the RAND is always, which I love about the RAND, is it's a lot about other factors beyond just, beyond just our Jacob Zuma factor. There's other factor around emerging markets and whatever sentiment is changing there and with the, with the, with the, the new Fed chairman. Is. So I think that's uh, fed into the RAND more than anything else right on our rate. I think that Perhaps it was only factored in that we would get the downgrade in truth. Remember we spoke about it last week that there's some people are saying it's already factored in. So in truth, maybe Monday, the past week has proved that it's factored in already in the valuation. Tim, were you, were you surprised that S&P downgraded us or that Moody's didn't? No. The, um, I mean, I think one of the factors in the fact that the RANDs held up is that it was an, uh, that it was a, um, that they didn't both downgrade at the same time, at the same level, you know, in the same way, you know, the uh, so th so there was a difference between the two, which meant that we stayed in the, you know, the, in the city uh, bond index. Uh, you know, the uh, um, if they had both downgraded us, I think it would have been a different. Uh, it would have been a different. Um, you know, if they if they, if they'd been both full downgrades. The thi the interesting thing to me about the S and P was, you know, there was a lot of talk about how S and P around the world is trying to uh, unify its local. Um, currency rating and its foreign currency rating, um, and you know a lot of people expected that that we would the local currency would be downgraded, but the foreign currency w would stay where it was, right? Uh, the um, so, uh, but they didn't, so they it's they downgraded both by one notch. Uh, so I think that's still that's w slightly strange internationally that you you should have a differential rate local and foreign. Uh, uh, I mean, it's basically because, you know, for, for us, the local currency rating is the important one, obviously, mm -hmm. because most of our bonds are denominated in rands. Um, so anyway, so, the, so this is, that was the bad news part. The good news part was that Moody has, uh, Moody's uh, didn't downgrade us, but put us on a negative watch. Um, so that's, uh, that was also a little bit surprising, I thought. I mean, you know, what worries me about that is that uh, they transparently sort of saying uh, everything depends on the ANC conference. You know, the and the budget. And the budget, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, the, um, and I wonder whether that's the right way to do ratings. I just don't think that, you know, the, the, uh, it should be, should be hinge on something so immediate as, uh, um, as, a, as a sort of as a singular political decision. Uh, maybe uh, they should. I don't but know. it's maybe a long-lasting political decision, right? It's another five years. So if there's a change, it's as much as everything hinge on December. But... Like if it's, if it's a switch away from Jacob Zuma, it's quite a significant flip in South Africa's politics for the next the 18 months at least until the next elections. And the hope is that whoever does come in will put in, um, in, in place mechanisms that, that, that can turn the economy around sustainably. And, and mm. uh, it's, so it's quite an important decision uh, to, mm. to, to perhaps wait for the, uh, except of course we have, done, uh, we have disappointed them at every 
10. They have always, Moody's has always been giving us a chance and always we've just been slapping them across the face and say, aye, Hamba, uh, that's what they are going to get this time round again. If the, if the ANC election doesn't go the way of Cyril Ramaphosa. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I can see that uh, point. The, uh, but, you know, on the other hand, Cyril Ramaphosa, assume, assume that the good news in their, you know, from their perspective is that Cyril Ramaphosa gets in and, you know, the, uh, kind of more sustainable you know, uh, budgetary outlook is adopted, et cetera, et cetera, and the economy starts lifting, all of that. The, um, does he really have the power to do that? I mean, if you, he's, he's, not, he's not being elected president of the country. If that happens at all, it only happens in two years' time. Um, so, you know, uh, he's, he's head of the party. That changes the balance, of course, and so on. But nevertheless, the, uh, it doesn't, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not an immediate change. So, w so why then delay but for 90 days? But, uh, but the thing is, when you're not party president of the ANC, we've seen the evidence over the, under me here. Like, we have, we have that evidence to show that you, you're tootless. I, I Whatever you're doing in government, exactly. it doesn't matter at all. I was just the Chuli House talks against you. Whatever you uh, like in South Africa. Uh, exactly, Rod, that's the point. I was just going to say Tim is not too young to, to remember that we've had a president who yeah. was not ANC president and, and he lasted only nine months. Mm. Only because uh, the, 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 the seat of power decided that man, no. Yeah. And now this president is even worse. They have been trying uh, at least, uh, I'm aware of at least three times inside the NAC of the ANC itself, mm. forget parliament. I, I, I will I will I'll put this right now, I'll put my head on the block and say if Cyril Ramaphosa becomes president in December, Jacob Zuma will not be president in However, March. I have I have something, you know this this fees commission, this free fees thing, uh, I was thinking about it last night. Like, you know, everyone's saying Zuma wants to introduce the introduce this for his candidate, NTZ or whatever something. I think it's for him. Can you imagine Ramaphosa does win, right? And January comes and he fast tracks and there's a fee, free fees. It's like the, the president has uh, made a statement, South Africa's uh, free, free education for uh, kids, uh, tertiary education. Can then Ramaphosa recall this president? That's such a, such a popular thing to do. It's brilliant. It's a masterstroke. Can you? Except, well, except, except Ron, that it hasn't it? turned out to be such a masterstroke because yeah. effectively the president has backtracked, as we discovered this week in a series of... Re in fact, in the <coughs> Treasury's press release responding to the ratings, yeah. it said... Uh, we've decided, it's to been decided that we're going to phase this thing in. It's yeah. not going to be all in one go. Hmm. Whereas, in fact, President Zuma had had, had, yeah. had in mind that it would be a big bang pre-ANC conference thing. I think it's still in his and plans. It's all gone quiet. Oh. I'm sure it's yeah. still in his sights, hmm. but there's been a real backtracking. And more significantly, hmm. this week, we've had, <laughs> more significantly, but in some ways more disturbingly, we've had the president making fiscal policy hmm. by press release. Hmm. We have the budget. Hmm. We have the process, yeah. we have the numbers, and then not six weeks later, we have a one-page press release, Tim, which says yes. uh, the president has directed that we have to find fiscal consolidation <laughs> measures worth $40 billion. This no, is no, really, I mean in some way, in, in one way, it's, it's good, it's sort of if, if belated response to the rating agency's concern. In another way, this is really... No, it's bonkers. Surely. I mean, it's just bonkers. I mean, the, you know, it was a, the, 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 the forum where this, these kind of big announcements are supposed to be made, uh, you know, came and went. The finance minister said, we're in real trouble, as if the we didn't know. The ratings agencies The ratings agencies ra well, ra yeah, 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 yeah. Then, after that, after all of that, uh, we get a one-page press release saying that, that uh, suddenly, somehow, we're going to find 
you know, th uh, 30 billion rand in tax. 25 billion, yeah, yes. In, in, 25 billion uh, in spending in cuts. Spending yeah. cuts. And Another uh, 15, bringing to 30 billion yeah. for next year. For next year. Um, and and uh, um, a whole, but, but you know, where, where those, that spending and where those cuts are going to take place hasn't been specified. I mean, we knew something about that this was happening because, you know, you could see the whole process of, you know, there was going to be a budget, general budget statement that was going to be discussed in cabinet. You know, the, the, the essentially what's happened is that behind the scenes, the presidency and the finance ministry have been wrestling over who actually makes the decision about you know what the budget actually says you know what uh, what where the actual allocations are made isn't this um, something that uh, the minister should have said the finance minister should have said in in August, yeah. September. this no, is exactly yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a statement which yeah, is yeah. now almost tells you the credibility of our finance minister he's none within yeah. his own cabinet uh, yeah, yeah. clearly Zuma taking this away from him <laughs> and the markets never believed that that by January was it was received badly and here's the president having to come out and like okay so this one and, and this of course what Kigaba should have the said the president is also talking pure hot air <laughs> nothing <laughs> like that <laughs> there, there will be no cuts it's not gonna happen it's not gonna yeah. happen but <laughs> he felt under, uh, under so much pressure that the president of the country needed to be seen to be doing something. If he did believe what he said, uh, I mean, think about it. Pravin Koran, they left him out of uh, cabinet when he said, let's cut, uh, let, let, let's cap uh, uh, public sector employment, let's cut, uh, let's stop drinking wine at uh, government events. Le little things, symbolically as they, as they may be, the president has got the power within him to fire half that cabinet, starting with all the deputy ministers. If he believes uh, he is trying to save this country money, he is paying 79 people. Deputy ministers oh, and ministers but don't you think for doing absolutely. But don't you think nothing. Treasury has done well in terms of, like, in terms of state, like, uh, public sector wage bill, uh, in terms of hiring? I mean, there's been a freeze in state uh, public sector employment for a long time, right? So they, so yeah, they have managed to do that one part, no that one part, right? Yeah, no, they're, they're frozen in employment. So they remember public sector took a million uh, more public servants. They has, they have managed in some way to manage that. Well. As best they can. Not the wage bill, uh, but uh, at uh, least they've kept they've that. Kept that. At least that was Hello. something that I'm you can pleased you are so optimistic. You've got to find something. I mean, I SOE management has been... I'm pleased you guys are so optimistic. Yeah. They may have uh, frozen cuts because they are overstaffed anyway. <laughs> but what they have not frozen is the, is the chowing of our money. Uh, they, uh, Malusi Kikaba is surrounded by four or five bodyguards, for example. And, and, and they... They, they spend money like there's no tomorrow He's in the government, man. unnecessarily so. Is well, it, isn't it a concern? I mean, those are really, in the context of a 1.3 trillion rand budget, those are quite small cuts. Mm -hmm. Is the worry not that they're going to cut the big stuff, the infrastructure, and to what impact is that now going to have? Well, first of all, do we believe them, as, as Siku says? Uh, yeah. Is this a credible anything? I mean, you know, and and yeah. if, if it is credible, what is the danger? Well, you know, the problem here is the market seemed to like it. <laughs> you know, this is where we started mm. this whole discussion. Mm. Is the market seemed to like the idea um, that that uh, I mean, I think what they liked was that um, you know that the government seems to have you know the penny seems to have dropped. That the, the you know that 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 cuts are necessary. You know that that was the big thing that the, the ratings agency was were talking about because you know that the, the the government was saying well we'll keep things static. You know mm. and the rating agencies were saying no 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 you can't keep things static. You know you, you, you uh, we want to see cuts. So now they've announced you know uh, forty billion rands worth of cuts. I mean as you say this is a forty billion and one 
trillion rand budget. It's not exactly an enormous <laughs> sort of cutting process, yeah. but at least it's you know at least the the expenditure is pointing downwards, mm. and that's such a that's new right. and novel thing for us. But it's also, <laughs> as you say, it's yeah. also <laughs> 30 billion rand of more of tax hikes next they year. Now, what is that going to do to confidence? They, they, they will cut all infrastructure spending and then bring it depends on who on who's raising those taxes. That's what it depends on next year and yes. on confidence. So it depends who's raising those taxes. If it's NDZ about it, like uh, NDZ ANC raising our taxes or oh, confidence, but if it's uh, I mean, like, it was cushioned and, and, and sold to us nicely by maybe a nicer-looking others, William Keys, or Ramaphosa, or anyone else except for that camp. You might not, might not on confidence. I mean, that, it depends that, that is one us. of the issues, because one of the differences between Standard and Poor's and, and Moody's is Standard and Poor's essentially took the line that whatever happened in December wouldn't mm. make any difference. Yeah. Now, is what happens in December going to make a difference to growth? Because if it does, it solves. If growth actually picks up on whatever December's outcome in, then that... That goes some way to solving. I think there'll be a definite immediate uptick in confidence. I I do feel enough to really just confident. Right. Like just uh, what uh, if, if, uh, if 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 Roman Posa gets it or, or anyone else anyone that isn't part of the NDZ camp. Like just as, as I'm, yeah. So maybe it's William Keys like surprise can or whatever it's going to be. But if there's that that feel that there's there has been some political shift, like proper shift in the country. I think there will be that uh, uh, uptake in confidence. I, and, and I, think I don't know how, 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 how long it will last. In, trust me, if NDZ gets in, there's not going to be an uptake in yeah, confidence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, right? I'm saying We're going to take a break, guys, but, but we are yeah, going to come yeah. back to this very subject yeah. after the break. Welcome back to Editing Aloud. Tim Cohen, Business Day reporting this morning that uh, President Zuma is repositioning himself. Yes. Um, no longer the backer of a particular candidate, but rather the bringer of unity to the party. Now, uh, please run us through this logic. <laughs> Why would he do a thing like that? And, and is it going to work? Well, I mean, I think that this is seriously good news, right? Uh, because if, if, uh, if he thought that, that his former wife uh, um, was was winning the race. Uh, he would stay backing her, right? Uh, but now that now that if uh, uh, he's um, he's been su su sufficiently shaken to think that he needs to kind of reposition himself in this whole process, so so now he's positioning himself as a kind of centrist figure, uh, which w who, who will kind of help the Congress take place and will ensure that everything the fight is fair and he'll stand above the you know. Uh, um, so you know, m I, I think this is creepy. <laughs> you know, that frankly, I mean, the uh, it's obvious that uh, you know he wants to influence the outcome of the um, of the the race and thinks that it's it it his 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 most likely position to enable that to happen is not by being a backer of one of the candidates. Um, what this all means, particularly in the you know, uh, uh, is unclear. But the uh, what's the good thing about it uh, is that. It does give some impetus to the conference itself. So, the you know one of the first fear was that the conference would just collapse. In uh, you know, uh, so you know if he is if he is if his position is the conference must take place. That's a big step forward. Ron, is the conference going to happen? Because it seems to me that, as far as the market's concerned, the bottom worst case scenario is no conference. Uh, I think it's going to happen. happen. I think there's no stopping it. I, I mean, the, the shock of it not happening. I, I think it's, it's going to happen. I'm pretty certain about it, actually. But, but you know, this is the ANC. This is the new ANC, so we could all be surprised. But 
I mean, they built some. So uh, yeah, it will happen. I just have to go go with that. Yeah. And what's gonna what's it gonna yeah. take, Sikunati, to make to it happen? Is it going to take this kind of unity push Look, or a third candidate? No. The, the, the parties will indeed gather in uh, at Nazarak in Johannesburg, where the conference will be taking place. Uh, it is what happens inside that tent that determines what happens. Now we have seen in the Eastern Cape that even chairs uh, can can play a big role in deciding <laughs> the the election. That's what we will see. Uh, at, at Nazrak. The only way the, the conference can conclude successfully is when just, uh, ju just a few people get beaten up and, and leave the conference and leave behind people, uh, uh, large numbers enough to correct. And I don't know what the, the, the quorum is in terms of the ANC constitution. But definitely people will be chased out of that room and, and if the ANC is as heavily divided as we think it is, like if it's divided in half, there will be no quorum left inside the room. Therefore, the, con the conference collapses. But it will be settled physically. Uh, I actually did oh. also see, yes, it will. Physically. Ma ma mark you my words. There, there will be fights there. Uh, and and, and uh, the losing party, whoever that may be, will try to collapse the country. 2007, the world fights, and that was heated. Uh, unless, what, what, what unless you don't that's, know, that's the argument yeah. today. What you don't day, know that, that is that a, unit, a yeah. deal will have to be done. What to you don't that know problem. is that in 2007, mm. there were at least three minibus taxis that were outside the tent with so called uh, mili military veterans, Umkonduis uh, uh, were veterans, who had come from KwaZulu Natal. Because they were convinced that Tabombegi and Smatsingonyama and Andilengaba were going to rig the conference. And they were uh, there, ready to solve this thing, as someone told me a few weeks ago, the African way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, um, I think it's important. I mean, one of the most crucial things is that both of the candidates must think that they have a good chance of winning by through the voting process. Mm. And the good news is that that is yeah. so far happening. Mm. So both of them believe that they are winning. Yes. So this is what we want. We want them both to go in to believe they're winning. And then after the vote, then the fighting starts. Yeah, they can squabble. So that that would be the, but don't forget there's two votes, right? There's the voting for the top six. Then only the next day is there the voting for the for the NEC. Uh, so there's, so it, it will be obvious. And the president is the first, then the rest of the top that, six. That's, that's yeah. the key. Now yes. the ANC, someone in their wisdom there, and we wouldn't think they are still wise people in the ANC, but it seems they are. Someone so decided this time round, we will start with the president. Mm. Whereas before, uh, all the votes were, were, were called out at the same time. People had to vote, 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 and then they go count, and they come and say, these guys have won. This time, they will vote for one position, the president, go count, come back and announce the result. So that yeah. opens the way for a slate to be yes. devised, which could include the losers. Exactly. Yes. Right. And, so and that is, uh, yeah, so that, that's very important. What's Other so bad about having Kosasanadlo with Tamini as a deputy? As part of this unity, Zuma is. It's scary, mm. though, but I don't know. There's well, I just don't think they are, they are I mean, th this is war, you know. This war, I don't uh, think they are, you know, they mm. I mean, first of all, you were talking about a third candidate. I think there's no, there's no third candidate. Yeah, there's true. two candidates. I know I'm being the, like uh, uh, No, a lot of so people are talking third candidates. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> no, it's no, forget <laughs> yeah. about it. The, uh, the, um, uh, and uh, neither of the candidates wants to, wants to make any concessions. Mm. Why, why, if you are the winning candidate, would you include the... Uh, uh, losing candidate slate. Why would you do that? I mean, what 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 is the incentive to 
uh, um, I mean, if possible, if you are if you are thinking unity, if you really if well, uh, but you well, don't uh, want unity. But what if what you are like to happen, Ramaphosa, right? If NDZ wins and yes. Cyril is, is he leaves politics, whatever it could be, that's the end of the ANC. It totally fractures. It's gone, right? I, I think. And again, if if Ramaphosa wins, there's going this NDZ faction, uh, this president. It's going to be a. How do you We've deal with this? We've had some breaking animal? news. Oh, sorry. Apparently, yeah. the ANC's Free State Conference has been called off. Called off. Oh, really? Called well. off. Now, what does that mean? Uh -huh. um, well, <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Now that's that's NDZ people, right? That I was actually just thinking, yes. what are these provincial general council meetings going to tell us about the process? Uh, yes. And now it seems... But, well, there's right. already two... Uh, don't forget, there's two already two uh, um, regions in which there is a court case, an unresolved court case taking place. Um, so they try to kind of organize wow. themselves ar around this problem by, by declaring this conference to be a conference of... of uh, Branches. Uh, branches rather than a conference of uh, regions. Um, so they don't need the regional, they th theoretically, they don't need the regional conferences to have, uh, uh, to be finished b uh, before the, the, um, the main conference takes place. The other thing that you know you have to remember is that uh, the ANC constitution does not um, allow the NEC to exist beyond its five-year term. There's no, there's nothing, uh, they can change it at the conference, right? Mm. But if they don't have a conference, then the NEC then falls away. The and uh, then we have no structure in place. And then there's nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is, um, there is at least a there at least is that there's an incentive. The idea is that there's happen. an incentive now, now to The fact that there's th that conference has been called off in the free state, remember who was pushing for it? It was Gossasar and Lamini's people, mm. and 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 they had uh, there were these allegations that it's been it's been irregular. Everything there is manufactured mm. to to favour Gossasar and Lamini Zuma. Fact that now it's been called off again talks to the fact that no one can be sure until the votes have been counted well, in December. In December, mm -hmm. and these guys in the Free State are in charge, and 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 Ace Mahashule is general secretary in the in the Zuma. In the Lamini Zuma uh, slate, oh. and and they they have pushed this thing and and came out and said the Free State wants Ngosa and Lamini Zuma. Only 44 branches want Cyril, and now look what happens. There will be court cases all the way through December, and even after that conference, there will be some 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 conflict. Three yes. weeks to go, and I think we are going to be obsessing about this <laughs> a lot more. So I'm going to leave us with something to talk about and go on to. Sikonati, I can't miss out on your absolutely favorite subject, which is ESCOM, um, which, along with the other ratings, got downgraded, which means it goes from junk to even junkier. Now, what is going on at ESCOM, and you know, how bad is it getting? Hillary, for, for, for any company to even get on the rating scale, it has to pass a few hurdles. So ESCOM is right now like almost falling off that scale. Uh, no, no, no rating agencies will be able to rate it at this rate. Uh, as, as I know that so many ratings uh, that I've just said there. There are a few more nudges. <laughs> 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 there are a few more nudges to go down the ladder, but they're going down. They, they, they are on the on the third last now. Uh, give it two years. If if we, in fact, the next eighteen months is key. The bottom is D, which is default, right? Yeah, th there you go. Depending what happens in December, in the next 18 months, ESCOM will fall completely off the rating scale. It will be in default uh, because as it is now, 
Madusi Kikaba doesn't have money to hand over to ESCOM. Mm. And that is the economy. That, uh, it's not just a company. I was going to say, if ESCOM defaults, we, we it's don't the biggest, economy. It's the biggest risk. It's ESCOM phoning me right now. Don't take it. The incredible thing is that there's, a, there's supposed to be a government guarantee. And there's supposed to be a board by tomorrow. And there's supposed to be a board by tomorrow, which there's not. So that was one of the things that I think prompted the... The, the yet another downgrade day. <laughs> and that guarantee is useless if the yeah. person who's guaranteeing it Doesn't does not have, have money. money. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that is the problem here. Uh, or this amount of money, the amount mm. of money that they've... And now, in fact, at least speaking of the government's right no money, um, the South African Revenue Services this week, uh, Randabi, has also been in the news with oh. more about uh, Mr. Tom Moyani, the commissioner who has reinstated um, the head yeah. of individual and business tax, mm -hmm. Mr. Makwakwa, yeah. who, uh, whose name is by no means cleared. Yeah. Um, the parliamentary committee sort of reprimanded uh, Moyani. I yes. mean, what, how can such a thing happen just in our last few oh, months? This is a guy clearly being backed by number one. To get confidence going in, in, our, in SARS, it's only one thing we, we need to, to, to remove Tom Moyani. Whatever, whatever his virtues are, whatever they, whatever they are, whatever they may be to number one, we need to, there has to be a leadership change within SARS and quickly. Uh, I think South Africa's on, South Africa's we, the la lack of faith in SARS is, is troubling especially regarding how much we need to raise in revenues going forward. So uh, that's where we are we right we now. We can, only out, only we can let him off with dignity. He's, he's, he's reaching 65 next year. Who? Uh, this is Tom? Uh, uh, Tom Moyane. Oh. So that's, that's a retirement age. Uh, we, we can so release him about sort of like everybody has to go with dignity. <laughs> 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 because we don't like Robert Mugabe went with <laughs> dignity. <laughs> we, we, we are a good us. people. We don't like humiliating those who have humiliated us. We're very fair <laughs> that way. <laughs> we're very fair. We're good people. We give Mugabe <laughs> dignity, <laughs> give him a second chance, give him a whole week yeah. when he would just chop off your neck. Yes. But we, we, we're good people like that. So Moyane <laughs> can leave next year, particularly if his boss now, Jacob Zuma, uh, loses. And by Jacob Zuma, I mean his candidate. Right, <laughs> yes. As long as we don't get Mr. Makwakwa in his yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Sikonati, uh, in the Financial Mail this week, um, Tangled Up with Tom is the title of the, the editor's column, which reflects on the role which Hogan Lovells, the law firm, has played in investigating or not investigating Mr. Makwakwa. So this is another yeah. professional services firm which was either briefed very narrowly or really has not done anybody and proud. And of course was happy to take on the fees for it, uh, knowing exactly this is a whitewash. And that is what we are seeing at my other favorite company, ESCOM, as well. There's a whitewash of a, of a disciplinary hearing going on there. When they are done with this one and, and Machelako comes back next week, they have to start again with a disciplinary on him on trillion. Again, it will be defined narrowly and, and so as to exonerate himself, as it has happened now. That's exactly what happened at, uh, uh, at SARS with Makwakwa. And Hogan Lovells, of course, was only too happy to take the money. And, and, and I do think, I do wonder now if any professional services firms in South Africa c can or should be taking on public sector clients anymore, because it just seems like an absolute um, no, no, nightmare. It's not, it's not um, and that's all we have time for, <laughs> having raised that question <laughs> for next week. See you again soon. <laughs>